ever been listening to your favorite podcast and think, hey, I want to start my own? Then you need Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First, everyone's favorite word, free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Remy Mayhem is hard and loving him has never been easy. To his ex-wife's credit, she tried to break through the concrete cave surrounding his heart for 10 years before he was sent to prison. After having her by his side for seven years, Remy divorced her when he became a free man, and Genesis has been making his life a living hell ever since. Black Hampton has spent her entire life obsessing over her father. He's always been a figment of her imagination. With no idea who he was, Black idolized him and made him a being bigger than life. Aside from being named after him, the only thing that Colton Black gave his daughter was more siblings for the only child to get to know. It isn't until he dies she learns how selfish and cruel her father was. But she learns quickly the black bond is not as easy as she thought it would be to infiltrate. Both in need of a safe haven, Remy and Black find themselves being drawn to one another like magnets. Genesis, however, refuses to let her ex-husband find peace, love, or anything else with a woman that isn't her. She makes it her sole mission to destroy Remy's life, just like he destroyed her heart, making a Black target in the process. Making Black a target in the process. Will Black be able to make it out alive, or will she join her father in the afterlife quicker than she expected? Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the Bibliophile's Bookcase. I'm your host, Erica the Bibliophile, and today's book is Indiscretion, Finessing a Black Mafia Gangster. And this is part eight of the 10-part series that B-Love has created for the Black Mayhem Mafia Saga. I have to be honest, I did not care for this book at all. And I was like, I don't know if I'm being too harsh about it or if the series has gone on too long for me. And, you know, at this point, I'm just like, are you serious? Now, where do we leave off on the last? Because it's been a while, like from part seven to this part it's been a while for me and this book has been sitting in my library what is it like a month now and i was reading other books you know trying to expand and read other authors and i got back to this one because i'm like i'm gonna finish this out because i love beloved but this storyline it's not one of my favorites so i really didn't get too into it you know what i mean okay so remy remy and savant they were the two that went to jail you know for protecting hassan well savant was protecting hassan and remy was protecting savant so it's just like how for every black family member there's a mayhem family member and they're like best friends so Hus, what is it 
Asad and Ramik are best friends. Savant and Remy are best friends. And Hassan and Rock are best friends. I think I said that right. So yeah, it's like the three brothers for three brothers. Um, but Remy used to be married. He's just like recently got out of, they got out of jail. You know, they're starting their lives over, uh, building their businesses, getting back into the mafia. Um, and what was the last, I believe in the last, like we were introduced to him and his ex-wife. It was like the anniversary of their divorce. And she came to his house wrecking shit like she had a baseball bat and she fucked his place up she even shitted on his carpet and like left it somewhere where he would have had to find it so it's just like it's safe to say that they are never getting back together their relationship is over he's done with her or so you would think and so you know, he's moving on with his life or any girl that he tries to interact with. Genesis is right there, you know, to mess it up, run the woman off. Because it's basically like, if I can't have you, no one can. And I don't understand how she got the free range. But it's obvious that he still has feelings for her. But it's... I'm like so frustrated because I know these things do happen in real life because I know people like this that drag out relationships always fighting but somehow you always see them together they love each other and it just works for them but it's so like even being on the outside that shit is exhausting and so but then we also are introduced to black who is a child that nobody knew about like they knew about the two other children out there that you know moved away we don't hear nothing about them we don't know nothing about them but black is a completely different person and it's like she was kept hidden because her mom didn't tell her anything about her father she wouldn't give her any type of information and it wasn't until Colton died that she received a letter and like a bag of money, which was a lot of money. And so she comes to town and introduces herself at the funeral, but she did it in a way where it was kind of off-putting to everybody. And of course, you know, all the black kids, they've grown up together. They know each other. They trust each other. You're this outsider they don't know you they really don't want to get to know you so what black does is she goes to remy and like basically introduces herself and gives him this story of you know all i wanted was to have a family and to know my father and now i don't get to know him so i want to know my siblings and it creates a soft spot in him for her because he sees, you know, this little lost girl. So he tells her what to do to, you know, get closer to them. And he lets her come work in his bar because she says she used to be a bartender back in college. So it'll be nothing for her to work her way, work her way in, you know, that way. And so 
Remy even brings her to like one of their family gatherings and tells them, you know, she just wants to get to know you guys. She's your sister. But it's the way he's talking about her that has the family looking at her like, nigga, you feeling her? And he's like, you know, she cool. It ain't nothing there. Like, ain't nothing serious. Like, I literally just met her and she fine or whatever. But it is what it is. And once again, we're back to this uh, thing of even though we don't know her like that, that's still our sister. So you can't get involved. Like, it can't go nowhere. And so he's like, man, it ain't even nothing like that. And plus, you know how it is with Genesis. And nobody likes her from what it seems like or um the older brother Ramik who is the DA and so and which I never get because I'm like he can't be seen with them too often but it's just like it's a known fact that they're related but um he's like she not even allowed at my house and I told you that like I don't fuck with her like that the mama feel a way about her it's just like she's drama and i'm not with that which i find funny but that's what remy likes though remy likes the drama he feels like a woman particularly genesis like she's not in love no i take that back because even when he tries to date other women he just feels like they're not into him if they're not causing the type of drama that she is like she not pulling up on him not checking him not trying to fight him or any other women around him he feel like they just don't like him like that which i need you to get some help for that because it's like but that's their relationship though they've done it for so long that's his idea of love and i'm gonna let him have it because like i said there's so many other people who feel the exact same way not every relationship is romance and you know like the fairy tale quote-unquote type of love so i'm not gonna shit on it too much no pun intended and so but while he's still carrying these feelings for genesis him and black like they start talking they have sex what one time and like but they be flirting and people see it or whatever so one day she comes into work and is like greeted by another one of either the bartenders or she's like a waitress there and she's like you know i know i've been kind of standoffish which is another thing. If Remy was really trying to break all ties from Genesis, he he would have fired two of the girls that worked. I'm sorry. That's just how I feel. And I know it's like they catching the stray. But with the two girls that work there being Genesis friends, they run back and tell her everything that happens inside of the business. So, and with him knowing that, I'm like, y'all would be fired and y'all would be banned from coming inside my business because y'all are bringing known drama to my life. And I don't have to have that. Um, but one of the girls, she tells Black, you know, I've been kind of hard on you. So let's have a drink before your shift starts and get to know each other better. And so Black is looking at her like, you know, okay, cool. That'll be nice. Whatever. So they go to have the drink, and when she takes a sip of the drink, she immediately starts coughing because she can't believe what's in it. It's piss. And I was like, what? 
what is up with this couple in bodily functions? Like, first she shits on this man floor, and then she sends her friends to piss in this girl's drink or put pee in her drink and serve it to her. And the girl, like, after she started coughing, is like, this is a message from Genesis you know, stay away from her man. And she throws the drink in her face. And I'm like, this is some bullshit if I've, you know, never heard it before. And so they get the fighting in there and Black handles her own. You know, she started whooping her ass and then the other friend, you know, try to pull on her hair and jump in the fight. And she turn around and give it to her while the other girl is still recovering from having her face slammed down onto the bar like three times. And then like one of it's a guy worker he comes and grabs her and then the manager tells her you know you're fired and she's like you can't fire me uh wait till i tell remy about this you know and you saw what they did to me and so the guy pulls her outside and is like calm down just calm down you know um i saw what they you know i saw everything that went on and you not fired remy not gonna let you be fired and she kind of turned some of that animosity towards him. Like, did you know about this? And he's like, I ain't no way I would let that happen to you. Like, I'm not with that foul shit. You see, I let the fight go on a little longer because I wanted you to beat their ass because, you know, they messy. And so he's like, you know, I'm going to call Remy, tell Remy what happened. You just go home. And instead of her going home, she sits in the parking lot and calls him herself. And I'm like, why wouldn't you go home? Because if she, I don't know if it was the drink she was drinking or like the other drink that she had. So it's possible that you got piss thrown on you and you drunk it. Why would you not want to go home and take a shower and like scrub your mouth for at least a good 30 minutes? Like I would just feel so disgusting. I'm like, there's no way that I can be around anybody right now. But she's just sitting in shit and calls him on the phone. And, you know, of course, he rushes over and looks over her, then pulls her out the car and pulls her back into the bar to settle it. And it's like, you know, did you tell her she was fired? And she was like, yes, but she caused the commotion. And it's like, she didn't cause the commotion. I said, see. But he tells her, you know, you should have gotten her side of the story and assess the situation from all sides instead of just you know trying to throw your weight around and the girl is like you know you're right i'm sorry and that's the end of that for her i guess but he does fire the other two and then you know she's like i thought you weren't involved with anybody you know like do you got a girlfriend are you married I ain't even think to ask you nothing like that because otherwise, why are they coming at me like this? And why are they sending messages from another bitch? And he's like, you know, I was married. Uh, you know, she's my wife and she's the reason why I don't get involved with anybody because stuff like this happens. And Black is like, okay, I need a, I need a night. And he's like, I understand if you want to call it off, you know, it is what it is. And he started pulling back from her and she's like, you know, I'm not saying it's over with. And I'm like, why not? First of all, I'm y'all both agreed that it was like a friends with benefits type of thing. There's no strings attached. It's just like, and if you're not even involved with this nigga, you can't even call him yours and you going through shit like this. Why would you not break it off with him? But she's like, you know what? I just need a night. Let that be that. But 
in this thing of him chilling with her and trying to get to know her, he's still going back to Genesis and they do this flirting shit where she posting thirst traps online and he'll call her or even write on her uh, social media, like take that down. And he claims that he don't want to know because people still send him stuff, the stuff that she do, stuff she say, all that type of shit. And he's like, you know, I'm done with her. I don't understand why they keep telling me about it. And Rock tells him, he's like, nigga, you know exactly why. Because she's still yours. You know, y'all still go together. Y'all just, y'all playing right now. And so he goes to her house and she got on lingerie. Like she's all done up just to sit in the house, but then act like she mad to see him it's like you know you did that just for him to come see you so when he goes to see her he's like i need you to understand she's a black you know what that means like if you touch her or if you do anything to her they're gonna kill you and <coughs> oh i choked um this is what pissed me off the most because he was like you know and if they kill you i'm gonna have to die beside you because you know, basically, I'm not just going to let them kill you like that. And so she's like, you would die for me, but you don't want to be be with me. And he's like, no, because we're just not right for each other. You know, all shit he been saying. And their story, like original story, all in all, they were together. They were, yeah, they were together for 17 years. They were married for... 10 i believe and then the last seven you know he was in jail so they weren't really together and it's like he told her like he tried to get a divorce or at least a separation and she's like you know no i'm not doing that but the separation came like after he got out of jail when he Okay, I'm jambling it up. When he first went to jail, he told her prison, because there's a difference between prison and jail. When he went to prison, he was like, you know, get a divorce. You ain't got to stick beside me through this. And she's like, no, you're my husband, and I love you, and I'm going to see you through this. And when he did get out of prison, he didn't want to be tied to just one woman. So he asked for a separation so I guess he could go fuck a bunch of different women. But my logic, but y'all was married before you went in. Were you cheating on her while you were out? Like, I, I don't get it. I'm like, what are you talking about? And come to find out at one point they had a quote unquote open marriage where they were both seeing other people, but she didn't like it. So that created a problem in their marriage and so i'm just like so y'all was just on some bullshit from the beginning because that literally makes no sense because the reason for the open marriage was to see if they only wanted to be with the other person and i'm just like y'all can't do that without involving other people and then when you saw that she didn't like the fact that you were with other women it's weird to me i was just like i don't the relationship makes no sense, but it works for them, I guess. And so after he leaves that night, they have quote unquote closure sex where they're done for good this time. They 
they don't uh got new numbers the other person don't have the number they're not following each other on social media like they don't hang out at the same spot like none of that and then he goes to black the next morning and it's like you know this is what happened so now i'm chilling with you but then like he takes her on a run with him where he's going to pick up some drugs and you know now she's involved because she tells him like you know i know about the mafia you can tell me anything and you know i won't tell nobody and i was just like bullshit number one because no i'm like that's cool or whatever but i'm not talking about this with you and really i don't know what the hell you talking about so you know don't bring it up again but instead he goes back to the family and tell them like you know i had to bring her with me so she saw the drugs but you know she said she's willing to help you know if you ever need anybody to pick up anything and move anything like i got it and i'm not gonna say nothing and so everybody looking at him like you trust her like that you think we could bring her in and he vouches for her and so the same way they did uh Dijon, they brought her in like you know the only way out is if you get married and start a family which i don't understand because Assad is married and he has a family and he's still the head of it like everybody is married with a family and they're still in the mafia so that option of i'm like it literally makes no sense because that's what they are doing and they are still here but you know that's the thing and so she's like you know i'll try it out and i'll let y'all know if i'm really ready for it and so that's also when she learns again just like Dijon had to learn with rock you cannot be with somebody in the mafia like if you find somebody it has to be outside and so she's looking at him like you never told me that and he was like you know i told you anyway it was never gonna be like that between us so she feeling some type of way um and so in between all of that right now we learn that black is not who she who she says she is like that's not her real name she got that name well she did change her name and she assumed somebody's identity um she's a cop she's an undercover cop and she meets with her partner in broad daylight which i'm trying to understand because they sitting on the bench trying to act like they don't know each other while they talking and you know her backstory she, she is their sister but you know she was a cop before she learned all that and she had already agreed to help take down their organization because she's been taking down other gangs and mafia family and all that other stuff so she's just like you know this is another organization that i'm gonna take down but of course she gets inside starts building these bonds with people and so genesis has a, a friend who sent her a recording she whoever the friend was she saw black talking to this guy and thought like she was possibly cheating 
are playing around on Remy. But I'm like, they not together. So you will be running back telling nothing because they don't have no ties to each other. Um, but she somehow sits her phone down like on the trash can by the bench or whatever and records the whole conversation because she caught a little bit of it. And it's on the recording of Black admitting to being a police officer and being undercover and taking them down. And so he has to go because he tells Genesis, you know, send all that to me and I'll take care of it. So he has to go back to the family and play it for them. And he's feeling messed up because he's like, you know, I'm the one that brought her in. I'm the one that told y'all to trust her. And basically, like, I could possibly have just fucked up all of our shit. And so they're like, no, she had us all fooled, thinking that she really wanted to be a part of the family. Um, but they look at him, though, just like how it was with, uh, what is Dijon's fiance? I forgot his name. But with his wife, he had to be the one to take her out because it's like, you know, no, nah, that's on me. Can't nobody do it but me. And so... You know, Dijon feeling an extra way because with her being the only girl, she's used to being spoiled. So at first, she wasn't even feeling black because she's like, who is this bitch coming in? And so she said she wanted to meet our father. Let's send her to him. And I said, I know that's fucking right, Dijon. Send that bitch on her merry fucking way to her maker. Um, And so he has... Do they meet? No, he takes her out like on a date. And he let her have her favorite meals. This is going to be her last one. And she's talking and he's like, you got like 30 seconds to tell me the fucking truth. And it's over for you anyway. But you know, you can say your last words. And so she says the same thing on the tape. Like, you know, it was like that, but it's not like that anymore. And, you know, I'm willing to do whatever to have you guys believe me that I'm on y'all side or whatever and he putting a silencer on his gun but he don't he can't do it like I'm like what feelings do you have you don't know her like what is this and so he can't do it but the door open and here comes Genesis walking through the door and she put three shots into her chest because she like you not gonna play my man like this and they are rekindling their relationship, which I just, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm like, all the shit that she calls and all the drama that they go through, it's like, how are y'all, how are y'all doing this? It really disgusts me. I'm so sorry. It's a great book, like great writing by B-Love. Because, you know, in my eyes, Beloved can do no wrong. So there's nothing wrong with her writing the style of the book. It's just like this story in particular, I don't like it because this is some bullshit. Like, especially that you, you shit in my motherfucking house. You broke up all my shit in my house. Ain't no coming back from that. I Oh, so disgusting. But you know, like they're on this journey of rekindling. It's I'm for real this time. I want my wife back. It's us against the world. And the last little bit of drama that they have as the mafia, it's the two cops that Black was working with. Like, they killed their brother. 
um, the mafia killed their brother. So, you know, they gunning for them super hard. So, in the end, they're meeting up together because Savant and Addison are having a baby. Although they said they weren't in a rush to get married or have a baby, they're not having a baby. So, they're excited about that. And all this time, Genesis has wanted to be a mother, but Remy really didn't want kids. So, she did not have any, even when they broke up. And... So, you know, he's thinking about that, and they're about to have a little getaway soon. But that police officer comes in and is like, you know, now y'all done killed Black, y'all done killed my brother. You know, I'm really gunning for y'all. I'm having people watch all y'all spots. Like, basically, I'm raining down on y'all head, so y'all might as well get ready. And... This guy makes a mention of Scarlet to, um, what's his, I was going to call him Assad, Assad, and it's like, you know, I'm going to go see her personally and tell her hi, and I heard that pussy was for sale back in the day, so, you know, I might get up on that, and as a man should, shout out to Will Smith, defends his wife, and he snaps that nigga neck. It's like, you're not finna threaten me about my wife in my face and think you finna walk away from me. But they're in a bar full of people. So that's not good. And Rameek was there. And Rameek was like, I know you just didn't do that shit in my face. Like, my guy, I'm the DA. So they got to round up all the people in the bar because they got to find somebody to take the fall for this because it can't be one of them. So it's like... Y'all need to find somebody that's willing, you know, quote unquote, willing to take the fall for this and go to jail. And then y'all need to get all the video cameras from inside this building and the surrounding buildings. So y'all are not seen to be the last person around this man. And y'all need to get the fuck out of town. Like, I got work to do. Damn. Like, we supposed to be here to have a drink. Now you just don't fuck the shit up. And Asad don't do nothing but shrug. And as soon as that shrug, like, as soon as them fucking shoulders would have came down, I'd be like, all right, you got it. You figure this shit out on your own. I'm getting the fuck out of here. Um, and so that's how we ended going on. And the next story is Ramik's story. And I always wondered about that. I'm like, I kind of do want to learn more about him. And it's like, how does that work with you being in the mafia but you're also the DA. Like, how do you juggle the two? And what woman is going to help you with that? So, yeah. It was, it's a lot. It was really a lot. It's just like, and then when they did, I'm iffy like that. I swear I am. Because it's like, when they did start reconnecting and they being nice to each other and these I love yous, I was so grossed out. I was like, what is this? I don't like this at all. And Genesis had a grandfather, had a had her grandfather who lived with her and she was taking care of him. So that was another thing that kind of like brought them closer together in some type of way. But I really didn't care. And Dijon was calling her sus. And I'm like, how is this your sus? I could have sworn. Well, no, I take that back. It really wasn't no discussion about them two talking or anything like that. But it's just like. You didn't hang out with her no other time. You only hung out with Scarlett, Vanna, and Addison. Like, them was your friends unless you was working, doing mafia business, or with your man. So how is this your sis? 
but anyway and her and his mama got along it's just like you know the only time i talk to you crazy is when you wanted to act like you was crazy otherwise i never had no problem with you so i guess they getting they happily ever after with each other and they belong together after all like in the end chop i guess i'll see y'all next week peace and blessings my beautiful people